Now, Compton and Company, brought to you by United Rentals on 1010XL. Here's your host, Ron Compton. Yeah, good evening, good evening. Welcome to Compton and Company on a Thursday night. Coming to you from the Ale House in Tinseltown on the South Side Boulevard. Come by and say hello, hello to us as uh, we get a little Thursday night football action. My Dallas Cowboys against your Seattle Seahawks, Chuck. Uh-huh. They've got to be somebody Seahawks. I like Pete Carroll. Oh, there you go. So the game going tonight. Hey, look, come by here. It's it's uh, Prime Rib Thursday, both 12 and, six, for 12 and 16 ounce specials. So and uh, and uh, so I ordered a 16 ounce, and she says, hey, you, you know, you can order 16. You can take some home. Well, no, I'm not taking any home. And it, it was it was done and done and gone in a hurry. Chuck, you went with the uh, sirloin and shrimp, and I may yeah. have stole a couple of your shrimp as they were sitting over there. But uh, yeah, so uh, come on, say hello. Uh, it's, it's again, we're here tonight, uh, taking next week off. Yeah, and tonight, look. Um, it's sort of after hour one, it's, it's going to be you and Rob. I'm going to mail it in. Um, I, I've got a cruise next week, so we're taking off next week, going to me and my kids, going to the Dominican. And, and then uh, the Cowboys, Seahawks at 8 o'clock, 8.15, whatever. I don't know how much focus I'm going to have doing this show when the game starts. I don't know, Chuck, so it'll just be you and Rob for a while. Yeah, you'll Is be that fine. okay? You'll be fine. It's just, it's just a regular season game you get to see. Just a Thursday night game. So. Dak Prescott playing the quarterback position better than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Football league right now. I told you before, I go. guess, the Chiefs. He if is. the Chiefs are smart, they would trade they for should. Prescott straight they up. They should. They should right now. Let's go Dak. And Dak we trust. And Dak. Oh, boy. He's pretty Here we good. Go He's again. okay. He's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Right now. When? Okay, let's, here, here's some numbers for you, boys. Yeah, four Dak. games with 300-plus passing yards and three Plus touchdowns this season, most in the NFL. Dak Prescott, is that what you're about to tell us? Well, not just that. No, no, no. It, it's it goes a little further. Okay, so seventy okay. percent completion percentage, right? QB yeah. rating over like a, I think one hundred three. Uh, yeah, so over the last five games, like you said, seventeen touchdowns, two picks. That they, those numbers are correct. That's that is correct. But uh, as you go deeper than that. Um, Overall, 23 touchdowns, six picks. So he has sat out seven fourth quarters this year, seven. So it's almost two games. He, he's almost sat out two complete games in producing those numbers. He's been fantastic. Uh, now, again, a lot of it has been, you know, I hate to say, you know, lesser competition because in the NFL it's a week-to-week type of a deal. But, yeah, I mean, look, they've, he, they've beaten up on teams that they're supposed to beat up on, right? And tonight, I know the Seahawks have a good record, but Dallas should beat the hell out of Seattle in Dallas. Should. Dallas should win by two touchdowns. Maybe. They, yeah. they should. Now, again, I say that, and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be ticked off because they, they've lost the football game. I doubt it. Uh, but, no, look, uh, Thursday night football, a huge game uh, in Jacksonville Monday night. Bengals come rolling into town wearing all white against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And again, today, 30-year anniversary of uh, the, the announcement being made that the, th- uh, the 30th NFL franchise has been awarded to Jacksonville. Um, so I, wanna, I know this has been going on all day, but I will say it here as well. Text us, call us at 641-1010 and tell us where you were. Do you remember where you were 
uh, when the announcement was made. I do. I absolutely do. Uh, Chuck does as well. Rob was like four years old when that he happened. He was like minor, oh, he like seven or something, six yeah. or something. Yeah, he was, was like eight. seven, eight years old living on uh, Long Island, New York. So Long Island, New hey, York. He had no idea what a Jaguar was or where the hell Jacksonville, Florida was. Let alone no what, what camouflage was. It said, Mom, Mom, uh, I, I, I was watching TV and, and – <laughs> and they said like that, that like this guy was on TV and said the NFL gave the Jacksonville an NFL team. What is that, mommy? That's that, it, is that that's sort it, of how that worked? That like verbatim, word for word, is exactly <laughs> how it was. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So I was thinking, see how I see. <laughs> well, I know these things. How see, do I you know, know you, Rob? Rob? I just You're a clairvoyant, know, man. I know. I agree. So you say the uh, station have been talking about it. Well, I, I hope they told the story. The greatest thing about that story is. Back on October 26th that year, when the NFL awarded Carolina franchise, they changed the rules they like at a drop the of a hat. And they just like said, NASCAR. like that. Who did they make it there? NASCAR like, changed the like rules? Like that day, they did all of a sudden, they just said, well, we're just going to do one team today. Of course, as we know, it was all so St. Louis or Baltimore could get their deal together, which and, they never did. And uh, for those listening that aren't aware of this, uh, the, uh, the National Football League. By, by the way, okay, so. Uh, Chick Shearer, Tom Petway. Arthur Chick Shearer. Arthur Chick Shearer. <laughs> and, and it wasn't Wayne Weaver. It was Ron Weaver. Right. Right. Brother. Deron Cherry. All these guys. They were they were touchdown Jacksonville, right? They, they were the guys. and But they needed a money man. And, they, and Ron Weaver said, hey, you know, my brother's in the shoe business. He's got a lot of money. So they convinced Wayne Weaver into becoming the front man. That, that's how it went down. Uh, there's a talk in my hands like this, like Billy Napier does. Like Billy, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, so, so that's what they did. So they, he rolls in. The NFL owners fell in love with Wayne Weaver. They wanted him. They, they wanted Wayne Weaver to be a part of their fraternity. They wanted him to be one of 30. Right? They wanted Hugh Richardson and, and – and, uh, not Hugh Richardson uh, – who, who was Jerry. That? Jerry Richardson. I'm thinking I've got – You're thinking of Huey. Hugh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Huey Richardson, Hugh Culverhouse. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Richardson. They wanted Jerry Richardson and Wayne Weaver to be owner 29 and 30. But they didn't want Jacksonville. They did not want Jacksonville, Florida at all. Uh, they actually went to Wayne Weaver and say, look, Wayne, the ownership groups in St. Louis and Baltimore are falling apart. Um – you can have you can you can take the lead with either one of those, and you're in. And he said, "Nope. If you want me, you take Jacksonville. We're a package deal." True story. That happened. That happened. So God bless Wayne Weaver. Had it not been for Wayne Weaver and his commitment to the city of Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Jaguars would not be the thirtieth franchise. They would have gone somewhere else. Now, ultimately, obviously. St. Louis got a team, and Baltimore, Baltimore did. St. Lu- and obviously, St. Louis left there again. But yeah, so uh, that that's that was the story, man. And uh, I was uh, at the time in the police academy, and uh, I was headed to school. I mean, it, you talk about a long nine months. It was it was working from seven to three, seven to three thirty every day, in the police academy, six to ten every night for like nine and a half months. And I was on my way, man. I was on my way. And uh, and then then obviously the news broke that Jacksonville had been awarded the 30th franchise. Yeah, and this obviously was pre-internet, pre-social media. 
pre everything. I, 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 I wonder going back to that story where they only picked Carolina in, Oct- in October. What would the media friends have been like today if they had just said, "Well, guess what"? I mean, back then it was kind of a big deal, yeah. but it wasn't like I mean, today it would have been. It would have been, you know, the, inter- the internet would have broken. It would have, br- yeah, it would have broken. I yeah. can't believe the NFL. It's this is fixed. This is rigged. There was talk of that, you know, that they were waiting for St. Louis or, or Baltimore, but it wasn't. It wasn't like over the top. Yeah. Uh, so. Speaking of uh, rigged and. Yeah, look, I've never been the one that says the fix is in ever when it that comes was to not. By the way, that was not. A, I know what you're going to talk about. That Philly, Baltimore, Buffalo game, that was not a horse collar on. Uh, it was a horse no, collar. No, it wasn't. He, he had grabbed both, his jersey. He had No, the jersey is a horse collar. Not from the front. You can't horse collar from the front. No, he had the jersey. And then he grabbed the back. He had the front, and then he grabbed the back. He had the front I, and the back, Chuck. I was looking at a lot of comments. People were like, no, look, no, it's no. not a horse collar. You, no, the had pe- his jersey. People are stupid then because he had, yes, First he grabbed the front of the jersey, and then he grabbed the back and dragged him down. So it was a horse collar. It, it was one. Look, I'm, I'm never one to say that the officials determine the outcomes of games. But uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, which, again, is the worst professional city in the world, not eh. just the United States, the world. Well, that, okay? you, you don't know that. I, well, I can say that if I want to. You can say that, okay? but you don't know I that. say the world. And you know what? I've got You're, a. I got. I got my buddy Justin. He just walked in. A Washington Redskins fan. I'll bet you he will agree that the worst sports city in the world is Philadelphia. The worst sports city in the world. Look, I'm going to Philadelphia. Not to derail you here for a second, but. I, I defend Philly like I, I have to defend Gator fans because I have people tell me, you know, Gator fans are the worst in college football. I'm like, you know what? Yes, they are. They're tied with like 130 other fan bases for the worst. So Philly's tied no, with no, probably about no, 20 no, other no, NFL no, no, fan no, no. bases. I, no, that's incorrect. And the reason that is incorrect is that, uh, you know, we, the Gators are the worst around here because they're all Gators around here. Worse, I'm telling you, Philadelphia is the worst. And I'm not surrounded by Philadelphia fans. I'm not surrounded by them. You at, you go to any National Football League fan, and they'll tell you the Eagle fa- Eagles fans are the worst. You go to baseball fans, they'll tell you the Phillies fans are the worst. Okay, they just are. It's a despicable city. They're bad humans. Okay, people that are from Wait, there. No, people that are from there that live here. Oh, I'm an Eagles fan. You know what? You're jerks. Okay? You're jerks. You are. You're no good. Okay? You're bad sports the, fans. I think they paint everybody as bad humans in Philly. That's not okay. Bad sports fans. Bad sports fans. Bad. You you see the videos. You see the videos of Philadelphia Eagles fans are the worst. They are the absolute worst. Are you living in a cave somewhere, Chuck? Or are you in a cave? But there's no way you can you could qualify that. You can't. Get it right or wrong. You can watch the videos of what they do. I'm just telling. Anyway, so um, that's just you know my opinion. So are the officials bad that okay. game? So you get uh, okay. You bring out the notion that and, and, there was a concerted okay. effort to help Philly. And that well, again, that game, there was a eight million penalties against Buffalo, none against Philadelphia, maybe one. Your hell, you play the Miami. Dolphins. Yeah, Same so we're thing. done against the Eagles. Are ne- the Eagles are never penalized. They're like Alabama in the NFL. Alabama right. never gets called for holding. They so, hold all the time. They never get called for holding. So tell me what happens. I, the I, NFL. Talk with the officials. Look, guys, we got to be sure we help Philly. I don't know what Philly. they do. I'm not saying they do that. But okay, I, then but what I, do they do? Is it incompetence in me? Last night there was a basketball game. Florida plays Wake Forest. They got jobbed. I watched the entire game. It might have been one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen. It was terrible. Florida 
last night the Gators would go up in the paint. Uh, Wake Forest, the old Jay Solomon. Oh, my gosh, he got mugged. Or he got clobbered. I mean, that's what Jay Solomon, the old JU announcer, God bless him. And, he, and he's the godfather of sports radio in Jacksonville, Florida. He's the reason that we're here. Jay Solomon, he was the pioneer for Jacksonville, Florida. He's the reason we all do this locally, Jay Solomon. God bless him. Um, but he was the, the ultimate homer. JU, play-by-play for JU basketball. He was, and he was great. And I, and I was a huge JU, JU fan, obviously, as a kid. But last night I'm watching Florida Wake Forest, and uh, every time Florida uh, would go up, they'd get mugged, they'd get clobbered, no calls, no calls. Then I'd see, then all of a sudden I'd see Wake Forest get, some guy gets, you know, a, a love tap. And what happens? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they get called for a foul. There was a one point in the second half. The, uh, Wake Forest committed two fouls. The Gators are already, and Wake Forest is already in the double bonus. It was, well, it was crazy. Well, here's the question I always ask, and I'll ask the so if so, I would say last night the Florida Wake Forest game, Sunday the Buffalo Philly game. You're complaining about the refs and how their job in Buffalo, how the refs are job in Florida. Our Philly fans on the other side going, thank God, the refs are helping us out. Wake Forest, they're like, yes, they are. You know what, they're, they're probably sitting there complaining as much as you are about bad calls. No, they're, just, oh, they they're not sitting there going, thank God, they're helping no, us tonight. No, no, they're not saying that. There's, oh, you know, <laughs> the, the refs are doing a really good job tonight. They're being really good. They, they did a great job is what they're saying. I, I don't think they are because nobody thinks. Look, there's two things that. That fan the sports are not happy with. Nobody's happy with the refs, and nobody's ever happy with their offensive line. I, 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 not that I want to complain in sports, my offensive line. My offensive line sucks. Right? Is anyone is anyone in football happy with Cowboys their offensive are. line? Cowboys are they? Are, yes, we are. Absolutely. You're Eagle, happy the Eagles them. are, too. Okay. I'm not thrilled. Well, I guess they're the happy because they don't line? complain about it, but I don't hear both what's, what's that, Rob? I was going to say, I'm not thrilled with our offensive line but it sure as, as heck looked a lot better with Ezra in there and uh, we won the game eight and three let's go Jags LGJ and we have another winning streak on the horizon fellas we have Monday Night Football coming up I am so excited you should be you should be a, Jag, a Jaguars fans look should be absolutely stoked Yes. Uh, if all things play out. Too bad Burrow is playing. If all things play yeah, I wish you was Over 300 playing. yards if, for T-Law, just what you guys wanted to see. If all things, yep, look, if you look, if all things play out the way they should, the Jaguars will be favored in every game for the rest of the year. Yes. They're obviously favored this weekend. Yes. They'll be favored the following weekend. Right uh, at Cleveland, th- we are at. Yeah, yeah, at, yep, yep, yeah. At without, Cleveland. without without question, mm. by seven points. And then if they win them both, now it gets a week to week league. The Jaguars look they won't, they shouldn't, but they, they can lose Monday. Sure, they gets we, again. It's a week to week league. Any anyone mm. can beat any team any given week. It's just look. Sure, the Eagles have sure. one loss. It happened. It came at the hand of the New York Jets. Yeah, okay? yeah, that's just true. All right, so it, so anything can happen. But it's not going uh, to. If if the Jaguars do what they're supposed to, the Jaguars will be favored every game the rest of the year. Without a doubt, every game. With that, so, as they so should. The, so as the Jaguars, should. the Jaguars at most should lose one game the rest of the year. They may go. In, they may win out. I, I, absolutely. I, I, that uh, the they Ravens out, are the I only think, one that really scares me going forward. To in Tampa Bay, you know, if Baker Mayfield has a day, as you know, he sometimes does. That's the only other game that really concerns me going well, forward. What, what, do you what, realize 15, what, 15, 14 to three? 
That's a hell of a year. That's reserved for kind of your close to elite teams. Well, I wouldn't I, expect well, that. Well, okay, I, I, I get it. Are but we look, close to elite? We, but, maybe. But, uh, okay, maybe, but maybe. I, I hear you, Chuck. But let's let's get let's talk real real talk here for a minute. All right. So this week weekend, look, the, the Jaguars have played the tough part of their schedule. Now they they catch a break, right? By having no Joe no, no Burrow, they catch a break having no Deshaun Watson. Then you get Baltimore here, home game, and then obviously then you finish against you know the the uh, you know what the, the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Titans. Yeah. So so you get so it's not like they're facing the who's who. They're not, they're not facing the Chiefs, right? They're not playing the Eagles or the Cowboys or the Niners again. They're not none of that. That's all done, right? That's that. Those games are done. They and they beat the Bills for that matter, right? They they took the Chiefs. Went down to the wire, got the hell beat out of them by the Niners, but they go through all of that. And, and look, they, they finished last season five games, five wins to run the regular season to make the playoffs. Here we talk about the, you know this being the 30, thirty year anniversary of November thirtieth, nineteen ninety three, of being awarded the franchise. Well, in ninety six, they had to win what six in a row, right, uh, to make the playoffs. They were three and six, had to win their last six to make the playoffs. So it can happen. I think. Our- were they, were they three and six? Okay. Yeah, I think they were three and six. I thought they were four and no, seven. No, 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 you're right. You're, you're right. Four you're, and seven. Four they and went seven. nine and seven, right? Or, or is it three and seven or four and seven? Four and seven. Was it four and seven? Four and seven, right. yeah. So Finished nine but and it, seven. But either way, you get the point. I mean, you can get hot and win a bunch of football games in a row. All right, we'll break here. We'll come back. Uh, talk about the the original ten. And then you and, and then you had uh, the 95 expansion draft. And I'll ask you, check where you were uh, when, when you heard the announcement the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, with, with the, where the city of Jacksonville was awarded the 30th franchise. That we have college football uh, game this weekend. And boy, oh boy, we have poll questions out there. We'll, it's out Twitterverse now. We'll tell you what those are when we come back. Um, that and more from the L House in Tinseltown on 10 10 XL. Compton and Company on 10 10 XL. And welcome back to the old house. Welcome to Tinseltown, Chuck Elliott, Rob Machia, Ron Comfort. Glad to have you along with us. Come on, say hello. Phone lines, text lines, 641-1010, 641-1010. Text us and tell us where you were uh, on November 30th, 1993. Also, Rob, tell folks what our poll questions are. Yeah, buddy, sticking with that same theme. Happy Jaguar Day, Jaguar fans. Did you go to a game the inaugural season? If so, share a story in the comments section. We don't have any stories, but so far uh, we have sure did and sure didn't. So it's pretty right. pretty black and white. And, and then we, we have football, yeah. uh, if FSU football wins the ACC championship, do you undoubtedly put them in the college football playoff top four? Of course, undefeated or no way, Resume is weak. Well, I, w- I would say that. Uh, okay, so yes, uh, and I, you know what? And, and Chuck's the the anti Jag, but he at that time had season tickets. In fact, I was uh, Chuck and I went to the '95 home opener together. Yeah, no way. Yeah, That's pretty did. cool. Like I, was, like I was down there, like on the first day. First, within the first couple of days when they sold tickets, you had to take your deposit, like $100 or something, down to 
You can take it to bank down. It might have been Barnett. One of the banks you get downtown and put you put in your deposit for yep. tickets there. Yep. Uh, there was yeah. no online then, really, for buying <laughs> tickets. Uh, there, that, what's that AOL thing? What is that? America Online or something? Um, and then the other. Uh, look, and you know me, I can't stand Florida State. I can't stand them. I can't stand them. I would. You know what? Um, again, I'd root for you know an all-star team from the Florida State Penitentiary to beat Florida State. Eagles or Florida uh, State? Who are you rooting for? Ooh. Eagles, Florida State. Ooh, Florida State. What about Georgia? Throw Georgia in that mix. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, 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 Eagles. Ooh, Ron, come on. Yeah. I, yeah, I uh, no Georgia is the worst of all. No, but this is what I would say: I respect Georgia football fans. Georgia fans are should, there, yes. win or lose. They're, I mean, look, they're Die they're hearts. whether whether look even during the Ray the Ray Goff era, Jim Donnan, they they were there, man. They were there. They they were there with with their Georgia Bulldogs. They were a very they're very passionate fan base. Just like the Gators are, it doesn't matter. The Gators, it doesn't whether it was Galen Hall, if it was Ron Zook, Steve Spurrier, Urban Meyer, whoever. The Gators are. They, we always say we're going to win. We're the Gators, right? We're the Gators. We're going to win. That's Georgia Go fans. Gator. Same thing. See, Kareem Brown feels that way too. Uh, Florida State fans aren't that way. They're fair weather. When Florida State's good, yeah, we're great. They show up. Now they're now I should not all of them, right? There, there's a there is a passionate fan base for Florida State. But when they're not playing, well, I says, yeah, whatever, I don't care. I don't really care. But when they're there, they're there. When they're there, they're there. When they're great, they're there. But when not, I don't care. They're not, they're not as passionate as the fan base. But when they're good, boy, whoo. Now, I'm fortunate enough that the majority of the FSU fans that I'm buddies with, they're, you know, they're, they're not the arrogant, like, oh, my gosh, we're, we're, we're just so great. They're, but there's some of them, you know, but a lot of them are that way. Well, yeah, but, but again, again, win or lose, uh, again, I, I I dislike Georgia more than Florida State. So as a, as a, as a, as a university, but they're the more hated rival. But I respect their fan base a little more than Florida State's. Yes, I, yeah, I understand what Georgia did to Florida in the seventies, eighties, and my my Gator heyday of fandom. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand it. As they say, as they say, it you is what Florida it is. Florida State more, right? As they say, it is what yeah, it is. Yeah. So if things hold, if the favorites win, then you're most likely going to have a Georgia FSU first round matchup in the playoffs. I'm telling you, I'm going to be Georgia, 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 199 percent. I won't watch it. Well, you got to. You, you won't watch it. Nope. If they, if 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 Georgia and Florida State play a football game against one another, I won't watch. There's it. a good I, chance they're going to play. I hope. I hope the stadium implodes. Okay, oh, uh, and I got Joe Dogs over here. I right hear, uh, you know, you do. I don't. I want the stadium to implode. I don't want a, ba- a lot of violence going on. I don't want anyone to get hurt. I just don't want to. I can't watch well, it by imploding. That probably means people will get hurt. I can't. I can't. Well, this isn't a, a wily coyote. It falls off a, I mean, a, a mountain. I can only hope. It's fine. <laughs> All I know is I won't watch that game. Because I, I because I have. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Yes, you will. I will not. Yes, you will. I will not. I promise you, I'll find something else. You to promise do. you won't watch that game. I, I swear to you. <laughs> will you I be? Will not. Would you be would surprised that game. if Louisville ends up beating Florida State now, no. coming off no. that loss against Kentucky? No. I wouldn't either. Here, here's something no. fun. My buddy just texted me. You ready for this? FSU 
opponents' records. Ready? LSU nine and three. Southern Miss three and nine. Boston yep. College six and six. Yep. Clemson eight and four. Virginia yep. Tech six and six. Syracuse six and six. Duke seven and five. Wake Forest four and eight. Pitt three and nine. Miami seven and five. North Alabama three and eight. And finally, Florida go Gator five and seven. An overall so record between to, so all those teams: sixty-seven and seventy-six. You know Trash. So, so they played four There's teams of winning records. Four teams of winning records. Ended with, they ended with the winning records and. None of them really did it. Well, and, and, as you and, know, and they I don't LSU like LSU week one. I don't like sick of Florida State, but given how what we usually do, 13-0 and 0 in a conference championship, you get in. You know what would fix sure. this? Guys, yes. if we if we just had more than four teams in the playoffs. <laughs> that's this yeah, that. that's yeah, right. That's, God, that's why next year is going to be so much God, fun. God, don't you wish there were more than four teams this yeah, year? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I can't wait I for sure 12 do. next year. It's going to be sure sweet. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. Hey, by the way, let's go all the way back to the beginning of the season. <laughs> Who was the guy that said Florida State was going to go undefeated? I, I remember was, there's three of us on the show. That's right. It was this guy. Go yeah. Nose! Sure. Yeah, look, sure. Correct. I, and I would and I would say this: the uh, if they do beat Louisville, they I, maybe. They, I think okay, it's they, a hard they, maybe. They, they, <laughs> they look they really go, bad. Well, that yeah, literally. I, I and I, I'm not trying to be mean. It literally look, looked like two blind kids fighting. That's but, what but Florida listen, Florida State looked like. It looked but, terrible. But listen, but look, Flo- Florida. Uh, Billy Napier gave that game away. One hundred percent, man. So, so yes. let's let's revisit it for a moment, please. Okay. So obviously, it's ten nothing. Then a sack, twelve nothing. Safety sack, safety, twelve nothing. Momentum all uh, going their way. A, 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 the the kick return to the FSU forty five yard line. Okay. Now, I will say, the play that was called the double reverse flea flicker. Now, the play was wide ass open. Okay, if the play was first the ball went to Eugene Wilson, then to Khalil Jackson, then obviously back to Max Brown, who's now in the transfer portal, um, or will be December fourth when they're allowed. So the play was he quickly flips to the left and throws the ball to Eugene Wilson, who kept running. He had a a convoy of blockers, but can you really trust a redshirt freshman quarterback? To do that, no. I mean, he was pressured and harassed. He had, he had pressure on his face, and he panicked. So, I get the play was there, but you don't call that play. You have to understand momentum. It's one thing to be aggressive. That was just stupid. That was just stupid. Look, do what's do what's work. You're the the waning minutes of the first half. What you worst case scenario, right? You go in at fifteen nothing. You're now at the at the 45-yard line, you need 15 yards, one first down, a few more yards, you're in field goal range. You kick a field goal if you can make it because uh, Trey Smack all of a sudden has not hitting, is, is not making everything. But, but the, ch- the, ch- the odds are, right, you go down, you're at 15 nothing at, half, 15 nothing at halftime. You know, you, you, you know the, the trick play with, a, with an offensive line that isn't very good. And it's a, it's a long-developing play. That was my issue. It's one thing to run a little play action over the top. I get it. I'm okay with that being aggressive. But that long-developing play with a bad offensive line and inexperienced quarterback, it just doesn't work. It's like he doesn't understand momentum. That was my issue. Uh, run the ball. 
right? Do, do what you've done. Run right at them. It's worked in the first half. Use ETN and Johnson and company. And here's another issue I have. It wasn't like Max Brown had a bunch of, you know, quarterback keepers, right? I think he right. what, might have ran twice design, right, maybe twice. Uh, now, the zone read, he always had the option to keep it, but he didn't do it much. I think, I think it was twice. Well, if, if he's not going to do that, why not run some Wildcat with ETN or Eugene Wilson or Montreal Johnson? Why not do that? Then there's really an element of surprise. I say the play calling to me was bad. And then you talk about discipline and, and cultural changes and things like that. Uh, and, again, I'm not calling for Billy Napier to be fired right now at all. But to me, man, uh, when you – have a player spit in some guy's face. Uh, you have another player, uh, you know, shoving or pushing his tight end coach away. You got Montreal Johnson, you know, sh- you know, flipping off the FSU bench. You don't do that. No, now, I'm not gonna. Terrible. I'm not gonna mention the 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 play where you know you 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 you. you okay, okay, yeah. So I'm not gonna mention the the play where. Obviously, uh, yeah, two guys go helmet to helmet with a quarterback. I'm not going to give that as, as it, you know, from a, discipline, a disciplinary type of a deal because those happen fast, right? I mean, he slides, he pulls up, whatever. Those things happen almost every damn game, right? So I'm not really going to – it was bad, two guys, but the other stuff is more egregious than that was. And what worries me before we bring Gator Chad in uh, – what bothers me is if that were Urban Meyer as a head coach, Steve Spurrier, uh, Bobby Bowden, you know, Nick Saban, Kirby Smart, whomever, they wouldn't do that, man. They're, you have that healthy fear of what your coach may do on the sideline. What I'm afraid of is Billy Napier's that drunk uncle like Ron Zook was where you may love him, you like him, but you don't have that healthy fear of his tur- if, if, if you do something like that, him turning his foot sideways and sticking it where the sun doesn't shine. That's Scared money fear. don't make money. Yeah, thanks, Billy. Thanks, Billy. So that, that's my fear, man, is, is that. Is, well. is can, is, is, you know, and can you get that back? I mean, you need the respect of the players and you need them to fear you a little bit. Right? There's one thing. Oh, man, that's my dad, man. My, oh, boy, I can't come home late. I told him my curfew's midnight. I can't show up at 1 o'clock. I'm in trouble. Whereas the drunk uncle, I, you know, whatever. I'm not worried about it. Well, you know? real quick, before we bring Gator Chad in, you say you're not for firing uh, Napier right now, but what do you think is going to change? He's not going to come out and be Nick Saban next year well, with, the, uh, well, with fear re- factor. Re- and well, the three things that I said, to put the scores aside, will the team play hard the three remaining games? Yes, they did. Uh, can they hold? Will they hold the class together? That's part two and three. Will they make changes in the off season? Obviously, you know they now uh, fire both Corey Raymond, who, by the way, Corey Raymond was like the Jaguars' third pick in their expansion draft in 1995, which is crazy as it sounds. But he was. He was their third pick uh, with the Jags um, to you know Corey Raymond, the next Jacksonville Jaguar. Um, so he gets fired, and also Sean Spencer, because they called Coach Chaos. They've been fired. I don't know why the offensive line coaches are still there. I'm not sure why the strength and conditioning coach is still there. They should have long been they, they should have been fired into the, in, into the sun. But oh well. Let's go to Chad at six four one ten ten. What's up, Chad? Hey brothers, how y'all doing? Good man. What's happening? 
Uh, not much. Heading home from work. Just uh, popped in on the uh, 1010XL app. Uh, as always, I'm up here in Atlanta, Georgia. Just wanted to uh, – I, I started to call in whenever you guys were talking about the Gators gave that game away. I couldn't disagree more. I think both teams played abysmal, and you already talked about that. Um, I, I think it was air after air. I think the defenses both were atrocious. Um, you know, you guys all touched in on, on the penalties by the Gators. I, I, I don't know if two dudes hitting, hitting the quarterback as he's sliding. I, I didn't see the huge fault in that. You know, well, like see, you said, it's a split-second yeah, decision. Yeah, that's a split-second deal, right? The others, the other penalties are the ones the I have been issued off, with, The right? flicking off yes. is tacky and petulant, and then, you know, spitting in somebody's face. I mean, I, as a coach, I, you mentioned Bobby Bowden. That joker wouldn't be playing. That's correct. You see, and, and here's what bothers me. When you see stuff like that happen, guy get, gets kicked out of a game, the players are always cons- they're consoling the guy, the coach is over there talking to him. Come on, man. No, you should stick your foot in his ass is what you should do right there and say, take your helmet off, go to the, go to the locker room. That's what well, be, shame that's on you. You represent a yep. university. Yep. You're, you're entitled right. and spoiled and, and petulant and bratty. Instead of being gracious and grateful for the opportunity, I'm a Seminole, and I've always been that. You know, I grew up a Seminole, but I spent more time from Jacksonville going to Gator games, and I just don't remember this kind of tacky behavior. And it's across the board. I mean, it's not just the Gators. You know, I watch more Florida State and Gator football just being from Jacksonville, but it's just, you know, it's a shame, and and it's, you know, unfortunately, that's what coaches have allowed because they're afraid people are going to leave, and that's where the NIL has created this monster that, hey, if you're good, you're allowed to get away with what you want. And, and well, well, you know, Pandora's box is open. Well, you know what? It's, it's funny you say that. So, Chad, and I'll ask you something else here in a moment about FSU as far as this weekend, but you said something, and it just, you know, I had, just had an epiphany. It just something hit me. Think about this. All right, so we used to talk about, like, the little kids. When they, when they would – when, when they would realize, oh, man, that, that kid, he's got that it factor. And they would, take, they would take up for him, and whatever happened, he was good, right? So it happened at a young age, then middle school, then high school. Then it would change a little bit college. But now the college kids now get that treatment because of the NIL. Right, they get away with anything because oh my gosh, you know what? If, if we if if we discipline him, someone else is going to give him a ton of money, and he can leave right away. So well, we got we got to we, you know we got to take care of him and, and, and coddle him, and so it, it now happens at another level, right? It does. It happen. It happened. It, it is. It's oh, it's, it's been it's, happening it's at multiple levels for a long time, but but I, I got what you're saying. Yeah, boy, I mean, it's happened on the other levels forever, but now in college, it's even it's been enhanced now. Because of the NIL and, and the ability to get in the portal and leave and go to a different school every year, it's it's, it's now worse than it ever was at this level. Here's my question: I mean, you the, chats. Yeah, I mean, the reality is somebody that's going to, you know, be a leader and step up and go to the next level isn't going to take that entitlement approach. I mean, you know, look at the Jaguars with Jalen Ramsey. He left the Knowles as a pretty good cat, and he he just. You know, he was an unlikable dude. He was bad in the locker room. And a good leader overcomes, you know, that mentality. And, and they step up and they humble themselves. Losing games humbles you. You know, I don't know Shador Sanders from anything, but as a Noel, you know, clearly at the beginning season, we all followed him because of primetime. But, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is we got cats out here that are playing in college, getting an education back when that was a gift. 
and you're appreciative and losses humbled you. Now you've got cats out there that are just worried about making money and TikTok videos and all that jazz. Oh, well, and I yeah, think we've diluted we've diluted it. Well, what's happened now and, and uh, is a lot of college players now are just mercenaries. You know, once upon a time, they, they, they cared about the university and they were there for three, four, five years, whatever. Now they're just hired guns. I mean, you, you know, this year, that year, and every year. They can just go wherever and it's, it's who's going to show me the money. There, there's still a, you know, a small percentage that, that aren't that way. But, look, if you're a young kid and you, you're getting shown all the money, I mean, it's, it's, it stinks, but a lot of these guys will, will follow the dollar. Now, real, before we let you get out of here, or do you have any concern at all first about the Louisville game this weekend? And then if you do win, is there any fear at all because of with the selection committee because you are without Jordan Travis, which, which sucks, obviously. Uh, I mean, he was your leader. Without him, if you do beat Louisville, seeing a closely contested game and being left out. Yeah, and I'll respond and then take it off the air. But, yeah, no doubt. I said four or five games ago, all these games are too close, we're too slow to start, and that was with Jordan Travis. You know, there's no doubt in my mind that Washington, probably even Utah, and, and, and the other four that are considered, you know, as a null, it's tough to say, but, you know, we're just not ready to play them. We're just not. I, I, I don't want to say we're, we're not coached. But by the second half, we're struggling to score points, and everybody else is scoring in the first half. Point, point as Gators did. You know, thankfully, you know the stars aligned, and we were able to win. But you know, ultimately, we we can't go into the second half with six points or you know ten points. That's it. Hey, Chad, we appreciate the call, man. Keep listening. That's Chad from Thanks, Atlanta, Georgia, man. So. Uh, and, hey, go Braves! Go like, Braves! I can't yeah, believe you didn't say that. Go Braves! I tell you, one of my best Atlanta Georgia stories. Me, I was uh, me and my uh, stepson years ago went to Atlanta to go watch the Cowboys Falcons game, and uh, we were uh, in a Buckhead, old Buckhead, and, and uh, we were uh, looking for a place to watch the Gator South Carolina game. The year where Rex Grossman said. Uh, they blacked us out. We knocked them out. Remember that game, Chuck? Yeah, I don't remember what. Uh, well, it was Grossman. It had to be 2000. I think, I, think it was 2000. I think it was 2000. I think it was 2000. Was Spurrier still there? Yeah, Spurrier okay, still there. Okay, but that yeah. 2000, 2001. Yeah, so, uh, so we're, you know, we go in the ESPN zone. And uh, we're saying, hey, where can we, you know, we're going to watch the you know, Florida-South Carolina game. So, well, it's, it's 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, you, you know, kids can't be in here. All right. They said, I said, was there another place we can go? We said, yeah, across the street, there's this little sports bar that they, they you know, they'll have the games up. We walked over there. It happened to be where the, the Atlanta Gator Club watched all the football games. So it was, I was like, wow. I was like, man, this is great. So, uh, and we watched Florida, you know, beat them by like 100. So, so we'll come back, Chuck and Rob. And I want to ask you, Chuck, where you were, uh, you know, when the announcement was made. We'll revisit the poll questions. Talk about the college football games this weekend. A bunch of some very, very good football games, and I'm I'm rooting for chaos. That and more after this from the All House on Tens and XL. Compton and Company on Ten Ten XL. Hey, Ron, we're back on the air. Can you hear me loud and clear? 
Hang tight, guys. Ron, can you hear me loud and clear? We do apologize, guys. Hang tight while I get Ron's attention. Ron Chuck, can anybody hear me? One sec. Excelling in the classroom and the sports arena is hey, quite an accomplishment. Back. That's why 1010XL salutes the sky. Ron, we hey, have been back. back on for the last minute, buddy. Where you been? Well, you know, I was out hanging out with the folks, man. I was out, you know. Out You're hanging out with the fans. Okay, that may, that's I, I, fine. I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been kissing babies, you know. Kissing babies. Talking to people. <laughs> giving out autographs? Kissing babies. Well, Chuck does that. That's Chuck right. That's right. I just kiss babies and I shake hands. Good to have you guys you know, back. That's all I do. Yeah, well, I'm back. Chuck's not. Merry Christmas. Where's Chuck? Chuck's house. Hell, he, oh, he just signed his last autograph. He's, having, he's back. Oh, okay. He's I thought he's had the bar so, pounded a few back. Well, he's doing He does that, too. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. But, yeah, we are at the old house in Tinseltown, usually on Wednesdays from 8 to 10. This week's a Thursday night edition, as we are, the home of the Florida Gators, who took a big L last night up in Wake Forest land. Uh, that's, a, that's a bad loss. I mean, Wake Forest is an average team at best. And, uh, you know, I complained about the officials earlier, but they, you know, if, it should not have come to that. The Gators were up by nine in the second half and just letting the lead slip away. And anyway, they went, lost by 11. But anyway, so we're at the old house. Uh, typically on Wednesdays, it's, it's wing night, $8.99. Get you a dozen wings. Prime rib night on Thursdays. They open for brunch each and every weekend at 10. Uh, the famous Zing, uh, Zinger special on Mondays, Trivious Tuesdays. We're here typically on Wednesdays. You name it, all things happening here at the Yellow House in Tinseltown. We have poll questions that are out there, which are what, and Rob? Say that one more time, Ronnie. What are the poll questions? Here we go. All right. If FSU football wins the ACC championship, do you undoubtedly put them in the college football playoff top four? 64%. Of course, undefeated. Okay. Yep, and I, and I agree, I, but I'm afraid that sure. there's a chance that uh, that might not happen because again, if You're it's afraid? the four, well, if it's the, well, I'm not really afraid. Uh, <laughs> afraid for FSU Hopefully fans. Yeah, you know? if it were um, again the four most worthy teams, 100 percent they belong in. But are they one of the four best teams? No, not at not. this very moment. Not if, even close. If the, if, the, if the goal, if the goal is to put the four best teams in the playoff, they wouldn't belong. But last year, TCU damn sure wasn't one of the best four, and they got in. It's all about being worthy and and being, to, or I should say, worth, not really worth, deserving. Deserving based on a 13-0 record in the Power 5 conference. So, that, yeah, they, they would belong in. Well, there may be a danger for them. They may not, if, though. If it goes chalk, the committee gets it out, gets a pass because if the favorites win, if Georgia wins, they're in Michigan, Washington, and FSU. There's no decision. Everything works out perfect. But what would be so awesome – so uh, before I do that, so tell, the other poll question is: Did you did you attend any of the Jaguars games in 1995? What do we have there, Rob Macchio? Yeah, that one we got a command, uh, not a commanding. Excuse me, 52.9 percent sure didn't. So half and half. Sure but didn't. hey, wait, I, I got a great comment. So I essentially said, "Hey, okay. share a story." And uh, one yep. of the first ones we got. Here we go. Here it is, right here. Schmeg at Schmeg one two three four. 
and I quote, This big dude was knocking people over on ramp. After game, I was seven. He knocked me down. My dad beat his ass. So there's a fun little uh, nostalgic <laughs> Let's Go Jaguars story for you there, Jackson. I've got a buddy of mine at work. He actually texted the uh, the show, uh, the uh, midday show earlier, and uh, they were asking the same question. He said, I was working at a pipe plant when I heard the news. I started running around and caught my pants on one of the machines and ripped them, so I had to tape them up with duct tape to finish my shift. Are you serious? <laughs> Swear, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he did. So, yeah. So you're talking about ch- chalk happens, right? It, 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 it's easy and whatever. The four favorites. Say, say Oregon beats Oregon beats Washington. Oregon gets in. Then Oregon has to right? go in, and Washington bumps out, right? No, or yeah, no, it, they're five. It, it, yeah, it, right. no, that's correct. No, that's correct. So they're yeah, the three and five, right? Washington's yes. third, and Oregon's fifth. So Oregon wins. They're in. FSU wins. They're in. Georgia, Michigan win. They're in. Yeah, there's the top four, but, right? But Uh-oh. what if Alabama beats Georgia? Ooh, ooh. right. Texas FSU lo- FSU loses. Oh, uh, to Louisville. Now all of a sudden, and we're going to say Michigan wins. Look, Iowa can't score yeah, more than gonna, seven points no a game. I mean that that's not no happening. way. Right. So so say Michigan wins, but then again Alabama wins, uh, Texas wins, right? Louisville wins. So now you're going to, instead of having four undefeated teams, or really three undefeated teams and, and, and one one loss team in Oregon that would all get in, uh, now you'll have one undefeated team and seven one loss teams. Then how do you decide that? Yeah, how, how do you decide? You say, well, you know, Georgia's been great all year. They've been, they've been on, you know, uh, Georgia would have to national. stay in. That would be well, the on, one team on. we would well, have to confirm no, would see, stay I, in no matter I, I, what, I di- right? I, I, dis- I disagree. Uh-oh. Where do Here, they go? Well, it, 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 it's not as a, as, a, as a dog hater. I don't mean it like that. But think about this. Okay, so if Alabama beats Georgia. Now, again, Georgia's been on top the entire year, and they're back-to-back na- national champions. So, to me, they deserve – some street cred, right? They've got some cred here. To your point, maybe they maybe they belong in based on all that. But their schedule this year has been weak sauce. And we've already you, talked you about that at length. Okay, so, yes, right? Yeah, you're so, right. So, it's a, it's a weak schedule. So, Georgia loses to Alabama, okay? And so, well, I guess that means Alabama gets in. Well, then little old Texas says, well, wait a damn minute. We went into Tuscaloosa. Right. And we beat Alabama. We're Big 12 champions. We have one loss. How about us? Right, so so, I would say at that at that moment, if, if FSU loses, they're certainly out. They are definitely out. Yeah, without a doubt. But uh, I think if but then your argument again, Texas has an argument, right? They'll have an argument. I don't think Obviously, Texas I'll, is getting in. Well, but they would have if they beat Oklahoma State. They would certainly have the argument if Al- if Alabama w- their, their argument is if Alabama wins. Mm-hmm, okay. If Alabama loses, they have no argument. Right, one hundred percent. But if Alabama wins, and then you sit there and you have Alabama, you have Georgia, you have Texas, and say, "Wait a minute, Alabama beat Georgia, but Texas beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, and they all have one loss." Well, kind of, kind of playing off what you said, you feel that if Georgia loses, it shouldn't be in, and. If Alabama wins, 
because Texas won, beat Alabama. They got the same record Texas be in, so there you go. Alabama wins. There's no SEC representation. I'm okay with that. <laughs> How crazy See, with that? I'd love well, it. Well, that's never happening. I know. I'd love there's it. A, I'd there's love a better it. chance. There's a better chance of you finding a suitcase $3 million in a parking lot than the SEC being left out. I would, you know what? What's funny? Most people chant that SEC, SEC. I don't give a damn about the SEC. What I care hey, it about just means more. is the University of Florida. I don't, I don't go around waving yeah, that SEC go. banner. See, me and Kareem Brown, we're, we're going to Well, I guess it makes your league look, if you're a fan of a team at a certain conference, it makes your conference look better. Makes Who you cares? Better. You know what I, I mean? Well, I kind of agree now, with you. I'm, now, just, I'm, I'm looking at, now, trying I to do, look at what they look at. I do root for SEC teams in March Madness. I, I do. Cause I, <laughs> I, I, I do. That's Now, what about what – about Super Bowl. See, I, I tend to root for the AFC because I'm a Dolphin fan. I don't. So you don't. That doesn't come into. I. Your... What's funny as a kid though, I used to root for the NFC in the Pro Bowl, and I <laughs> and I, I would root for the, I'd root for what's National that? League in the All Star Game. <laughs> I'd root for the Eastern Conference in the All Star Game in the NBA in the in those types of games. But in the Super Bowl, because I would I hate I hated the Redskins. Of course, I pulled for the Bills to beat them. I didn't like the Giants. Of course, I pulled for the Bills to beat them. I hate the Eagles. Of course, I pulled for whoever plays the Eagles, right? I, I just do. And then I hate the Niners. I, I even pulled for your Dolphins to beat the Niners. I don't like them, Chuck. I don't like them. Well, of course, them. you pull for Dolphins over the And, of course, I pulled for uh, whoever, you know, uh, uh, was it yeah, the greatest show on turf. You know, I pulled for them. But Rams? I pulled for, yeah, but I pulled for, like, but I, pulled for, I pulled against the Packers in the Super Bowl. You know, I don't, I don't Well, like it's them. funny. Back in the O, the O2 Super Bowl, right, the Rams versus the Patriots, the poor old Patriots are the big underdogs. I was pulling for Patriots. Knowing what I know now, I would go back and pull for the Rams. <laughs> Knowing what we know now, right? Yeah. You thought this, well, you're pulling for, you know, little, little old Tom Brady. A neat little story, yeah. The six-round underdog in the Super Bowl. By God, I hope he can win. Well, how great it would it be if the Patriots could upset the Rams? Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a, well, they did, and they kept on and on and on. So, now we're sick of it. Which, real quick, you know, I love you guys' subject here. I, I have a good question. It's not past 9 o'clock yet. I'm not going to curse very much, but I'll say okay. I'll say, I'll say H-E-L-L. So, as we talked about Belichick without Brady, why the hell would anybody want Belichick as a coach? Without Brady, he hasn't done a darn thing. Why would anybody if care? If he can get his hands on Justin GM, Herbert, it'd be huge. Terrible like a quarterback. He had, it, without you, Brady. I like him in L.A. Or, uh, yeah, with well, the Chargers, you know what? I sh- like you know Ron what? had been I, saying. I, li- I yeah, like I, that situation. I don't know if there was a bet that could have been made from a future standpoint a year ago. But remember, I've been saying it a year, right? I've said it for the last year that, that Brandon Staley was going to get fired and Belichick was going to be the next coach of the Chargers. I said it a year ago. How is Why Staley did Chargers still the coach? <laughs> he's know. not young. Unreal. He's, look, he's old. He's I, not, he's I, not I'm, very I'm, good. I'm, that well, I'm sort of with you. Um, he was a, you know, a really good defensive mind, you know, a, I remember I would, the joke was he could, hey, I'm, I'm down a couple of defensive backs. Hey, Troy Brown, you're a good play cornerback for me. I know you're a wide receiver. Good play to cornerback. And he did. He, he, could, he could put together a defensive plan to go shut damn near anybody down. However, the game's changed a bit. He's a little older. Uh, but I guess the, way, the, way, the reason and he might work with 
the Chargers is what, what uh, Rob just said. Look, you give him a franchise quarterback along with his defensive mind, it, it may be a go. But just look, do not let him buy the groceries because he's been horrific at drafting well, players guess what? in the last 10 years. So Bill Belichick, the general manager, has let down Bill Belichick, the coach. Well, guess what? You're not going to get just Bill Belichick, the coach. He's going to have to do both jobs. No, no, he I, You doesn't. think he's going to let it – you think Chargers are going to have a general manager? Yes. Uh, Belichick is yes. coach? I don't think he, does he, go, he won't let him do that. He doesn't, He won't have a choice does he wanna, if he wants to coach. Well, then he, he won't, won't have a choice. Then he'll just tell him no. Okay, then what is he going to do? Do nothing? And him, I, sell on his – him and Nick's – Well, he's what, 70-something. It's I not know, like but, he's got to go work I, the rest again, of his but life. But again, if he wants to coach – if he wants to coach, I can promise you that he will not be the GM wherever he coaches. I think he will be the GM. I think that's the deal. If you want, you want to bet, you want to make a bet. You think he'll go be just coach? Yes. Okay. Yeah, either he I'm will, not, he, he yeah, will be, be he will be just coach, or he won't do anything. All right. Here goes the tiebreaker, Rob. Tiebreaker. Belichick's ego. I don't think will allow him to have a general manager. You don't think so at all? No. What do you, think, uh, you think that might be part of the deal? Like anywhere he goes, he wants to he's play all GM or nothing. too. I he's, disagree. He's not all or it nothing. was not now. It was, but not now. At some point in time, you know. Look, he he he, he would even have to say, you know what? I have not done a good job of drafting players. Let me just go coach. Hey, I just want to get, give me a quarterback. Let me go coach. So let's let. When the Cowboys get knocked out first round this and year, and they're not, ha! they're not when, they're winning the Super Bowl. Ron, would you want? Would you want Mike McCarthy gone, and then take the old ball coach over in uh, in Dallas? Would that be something that would make you happy? I would, Belichick uh, in D Land. I don't know. I, I I'm I'm hoping that we don't have that question. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to make it at least to the NFC Championship game. Oh not boy. saying they're going to win it, but I think they're going to make it to the, to the NFC title game. Dak for MVP. Um, if, listen, what I would say is if Mike McCarthy, if the Cowboys are a one and done, if, if I were to let Mike McCarthy go, I'd rather Dan Quinn be my coach. I said last week, Dan Quinn is the best defensive mind in the NFL right now. He's the best thing going defensive coordinator-wise. They come at you from all over the place. They come at you in waves, right? So, um, yeah, g- give me that guy if Mike McCarthy doesn't get it done. Um, but back, Rob, what's your vote? I don't think Belichick has the – I think the ego will not allow him to have a general manager. He's He still thinks he can do it. He probably still thinks he hasn't lost a, lost a step. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with you there. I mean, I don't know how big his head is, but I think he's got to – I mean, the last couple of years, it's got to have been kind of put in check well, a little okay. bit with well, he, uh, the yeah. unsuccessful past few seasons, right? Well, well check, check. He may feel that way. That's fine. He, he may feel that way. But if he feels that way, he won't have a head coaching job. No, I don't think yeah, anyone, that's a good point. I don't, th- I don't think anyone will hire him as both coach and GM. Not in They'll today's sit game. Down. No, the yeah, exact. They'll sit down and say, look, Bill, coach. We respect what you've done. And you might, be, you might be right with that. I, but I still think he'll say, okay, well, you don't want the package deal. So I'm, as they say, Caddyshack, it's a good argument. going to get no coach. Speaking <laughs> of firings and coaches, how about Frank Wright being yeah. kicked out of Carolina? Wow. Back, so the, the, the first, the only coach in the modern era to be fired uh, after one season back to back years. And this time it's within the, the second season was within the year. First coach yeah, ever. I don't get fired, Frank Reich. Number one, 
they don't. They didn't have a good team to start with. Fog. Uh, it's not like he took over the Chiefs and ran them in the ground. He's a proven. He's coached before, so it's not like an Urban Meyer situation. First time in the NFL, and my gosh, this isn't working out. I don't know why you didn't. I don't know why Tepper didn't stay the course. Well, you know what? You know what I feel bad about Frank Reich is both Frank Reich and the GM. They wanted. Uh, they they wanted uh, C.J. Stroud. The owner David Tepper is the one that said, "No, no, no. We're going to draft uh, Bryce Young." And, the, and the, the, the crazy thing is, is that the Texans got bailed out because the Texans have come out on record and said, we, had, we were going to take Bryce Young if we had the number one pick. <laughs> so they got lucky. They, they were able to back in to, to C.J. Stroud. But, so, that's a, so David Tepper obviously pulled rank as being the owner and, uh, right. and, and decided to take Bryce Young. But then, so then now he fires Frank Reich because he gave him a midget quarterback with a pop gun arm and, and gave away their future and well, a, and their number one receiver in the process. Well, you know what, Frank? So that's, so that's Frank Reich's fault, really. You know what, okay. Frank Reich's going to get about thirty-five million for doing nothing. Actually, I feel pretty good for Frank Reich. Kind of wish you were Frank Reich right now. Yeah, I was going to say, yes. I think this is a blessing in disguise for him. I mean, we, yeah. we talked about this at the beginning of the year saying with with the package that they they moved to get the first pick, we said if he's if they messed up this quarterback situation, as of right now, ain't looking good. You go and sign Miles Sanders, dude's a dud. D- doesn't get the job done. The defense looks like crap. The O-line looks like crap. Their, their best receiver is who? I know LaVisca Chenault's still on the team. I mean, come on. <laughs> this team's an absolute joke. And, and, I mean, I, I'm great grateful. I think Frank Wright, probably in his head, is, is grateful that this situation's happening. And I'm just so thankful I am not so a uh, Carolina so Panthers so fan. So My God. Frank, is, so is Frank Reich and Jimbo Fisher hanging out together? Probably. $100, yeah. million. Dollars They're probably knocking on Billy Napier's together. door, seeing if he wants to hang out soon. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight's yeah. NFL game, two quick comments. I know we probably got a break soon. Number one, have you seen Seattle's wearing their old uniform yeah, tonight? Yeah, they look so, so good. Why so would you ever go back to that 100%. crap, you, that neon yes. whatever? Awful. Keep okay. it the same. And, All right. Keep and it I the hate, original. And I hate the Eagles. But oh, I love that Kelly who, Green. My son who's Ooh. here tonight, he said, Dad, I hate to say this, but, man, those Eagles uniforms are sharp. So the old Eagles yep. uniforms are nice, too. I and agree. number two, whatever the Cowboys wear on Thanksgiving, throw it in the garbage. Those white helmets are garbage. I beautiful. love it. No, that's beautiful. They're beautiful. No, they're not beautiful. They're horrible. They're not horrible. Look, they're oh. – their dark uniforms are the best-looking uniforms in pro sports. The dark jerseys with the silver numbers, silver and posts. Wear you, you, two you, years. Hey, yes, that's, those a fun are, con- that's a fun little talk. You think those, those are the best are uniforms so, in sports, so, period? So, so, so the ones on Thanksgiving are close to that. Can't stand predominantly them. blue. Can't stand them. White like, helmets, the white. Like, do you like Dolly Parton? Yeah, she was like strung up hey, on like fishing wire Did you see the meme? That was funny. He said, oh, I thought that was a cheerleader for the last time the Cowboys yeah, won the Super Bowl. That, that sounds about good. right. That yeah, that's funny. about right. That's pretty funny. She, see, she the Cowboys right there, those are okay. But, <laughs> but, she, but she did a great job, though, man. Yeah. She brought it, dude. How, 77. Here's my, here's my question about Dolly Parton. How did she – she's become more relevant in the last two years than she was in the last 20 years. How, yeah. how did that happen? Uh, how did that happen? I think that's see, a full circle thing. Beautiful. That's a full circle thing. She's been around long enough. So what's more beautiful, Chuck, to, to you, to you, not to me or to Rob, more beautiful to you, the Seahawks uniforms, right, 
or Jimmy Garoppolo? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G with Once that. Again. <laughs> I'm asking no. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> what, what's more beautiful to you, Jimmy Come Garoppolo on, or a Seahawks uniform? I'm going to say Seahawks, but I'm going to say it. I say every time. <laughs> Told I, you. I, what do I always say? I wish I looked like him. I wish I looked like him. That would be – that's, that's my wish. Chuck, when I saw you, Jimmy G was the first person I thought of, honest to goodness. That's not the first person you think of when you, when you look at me. That's when I saw Ron, I thought of Dolly Parton. It's ironic this yeah. conversation went full circle. I know, right? That's far from what you think of when you see me and Jimmy Garoppolo. So, so, so who, who did I look like, Chuck? Who, do, who, who is my doppelganger? Dolly Parton. Oh, Brad Paisley. Brad, Brad, yeah, Brad, Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley to a T. You got to see that. To a T. Brad Paisley. You need a straw cowboy hat, dude. Yeah, minus the hat, of course. Do you have a cowboy yeah, hat? Do you have a cowboy hat being a cowboy fan? No, but I've got a I know exactly helmet. what I'm getting you for Kwanzaa this year. <laughs> All right, we're going to break here. We're going to come back. We're going to pick games and also give you on this day in sports on this 30th anniversary of the day the Jacksonville Jaguars were spoken into existence. Let's go, Jags. On XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. And welcome back to Company Company coming to you from the Yale House in Tinsel Town. I finally get the answer to the question, Chuck. There's 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 one table that wants to watch a women's basketball game. <laughs> it's in front. That happens to be the TV closest to us. So we got Cowboys Seahawks on Don't Every Screen, but we got there, there, we got there, South there, Carolina, there, North there, Carolina there, there. women's basketball. <laughs> okay. Do you know how many people? Let's go, Cox. Watch. Speaking, speaking <laughs> oh of watching, you hear goodness. many people watch the uh, the Cowboys Commanders game on Thanksgiving? How many? Like forty one million. It's like the third most watched regular season game in history, which is crazy. Considering it wasn't a competitive, well, it was competitive for what two and a half quarters, I guess. Yeah, I mean it was closed for a little bit. I mean, we got we got Commander Cody over here. He's he's hanging out, you know. There he is. There's Camp Commanders fans right there. I don't know if they prefer the Redskins. The Washington football team or the commanders? What was funny about them is the common wisdom or thought was, okay, if they get blown up by the Cowboys, they're going to fire Rod Rivera and Jack Del Rio will be the interim coach the rest of the year. Well, they got blown up by the Cowboys and well, Jack Del Rio got fired. Yeah, they did the Just- reversal on that one. <laughs> My buddy Justin over there, he, he's, he hates the Cowboys more than any, anything, but he did say in our little group chat he was – he was he, he congratulated us and he's with us for the rest of the regular season for getting Jack Del Rio fired. He does not like JDR at all. At all. All right, so again, thirtieth anniversary of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, getting the thirtieth NFL franchise. So so Chuck, what was uh, what were you doing when the announcement was made? I was driving down the road. You're, I had you were driving like me. Then. I'd gotten home from work, and you know, I guess it was on TV. But I said, "Let me go out and take a ride," and I put it on. Well, they're not a competitor anymore, so I put it on with AM nine thirty. I can when they were the sports yeah. station in town. Oh yeah, that's and right. listen to the announcement. And of course, well, it was yeah. made at. Uh, I was on uh, US three hundred one between Bowen and Maxville, so. I don't know why I drove. I guess I was – I'm sure they had it on TV, of course. They broke in. But I guess I was thinking, let me go just ride around just to 
to make sure. Because I think you had heard earlier today that they had gotten a team, right? That, yeah. that was the rumor. Like I said, I was on the I was on the way to school. I was headed to uh, the police academy, St. John's Bluff, the old monument. It was then called 9A. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. They didn't have a 9B yet. Still 9A Cer- to me. Certainly 295 not, now. Certainly not 295 yet. It was old, good old 9A. And I was at 9A in Monument. Uh, headed to St. John's Bluff and uh, behind uh, Sandwood High School to go to, to Police Academy. And that's where I was headed. And uh, got the team and was absolute stoked. Uh, you know, Did you go out? I think I went out the next day. Did you go out by? I think I bought merchandise. Oh, for yeah. J- I brought a T-shirt, I believe, for J.C. Penny that had the old Jaguar, the original Jaguar. That logo. was great. That silver on silver, the old Jaguar's helm with the wraparound. See, uh, somebody had a good point. They should wear... That they should bring that helmet out, and wear it in a game. I don't you know. know. I Maybe they, they can can't. Do that. I don't think they can. They remember the what happened was the Jaguars car or whatever said you can't do that. They're, right. Think it was about too how, similar to the Jaguar. Think about how dumb that is now. You know, that would have been free, like free advertising for them. Yeah, they should have struck a deal. Oh, now they would have. Now you they would have loved it. But one thing I didn't like about the original. One thing I didn't like about the original uniform, remember it had like a Jaguar across his shoulders. I didn't like that. I thought that looked kind of cheesy, XFL-ish, USFL-ish. I don't remember that part. Oh, look at the Cowboys, baby. There we go yeah, there as we, we take well, a got break. The, got the best quarterback First in history we, of the league. They I mean, do. What do you expect? Dak Prescott. That's, he, he's going to throw, throw him four more touchdowns tonight. Let's go. 17-2 over the last five games. That's right. How, how many picks? None. Oh, he don't. He doesn't throw interceptions. Uh, not the regular. Huh. Not the regular. Not the regular season. Uh, okay. <laughs> he, he waits until the the playoffs. He, he waits that. for it to count. Yeah, we got po- we got regular season Dak and postseason Dak. You know, I'm hoping that regular season Dak will show up in the postseason. Is what I'm hoping for. But uh, yeah, Cowboys marching right down the field. I think it's sure a bet. They were minus five and a half in the first half. I think that was a sure yeah, I think bet. It's nine for the game. Yeah, I think it's five. Yeah, I mean. I should have put a little action on that in the first half. All right, step aside for a break. We'll come back, pick games, and go go around on the world on this day in sports after this from the Yellow House on 1010XL. Compton and Company on 1010XL. All right, so disappointment at the Yellow House is the Cowboys have first to go at the two-yard line. and First to go, where they about start to at? About settle for three. Why? What happened? What happened? I don't have Amazon Prime here at the station, or at well, least I don't think t- I do. T- Tony Pollard was stuffed up the middle. On the oh, boy. Play. Oh, that got sacked. It, 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 oh, my God. Oh, then, it, how does that no. happen? I'm going to tell Rob what happened here, Chuck. That was the greatest and, and quarterback then, in history. And, then after, and, then, <laughs> yes. and then after that, uh, there was a uh, – Fergus was open in the end zone, but the ball who, got knocked down. Who kicked that field goal? Was that Richie Cunningham, or they no. still have him or not? And then, then he was sacked. They, they For those of all you out there who don't know, they did have a field goal kicker named Richie Cunningham. At least he didn't throw an interception, guys. Yeah, well, there's the progress. There's the Mr. Uh, Mr. Brightside on that one. I hate you both. Let's pick games. <laughs> Let's pick games. All right, what do we got, guys? Oh, by the way, exciting action. Oh, South yeah, Carolina yeah. On, up, to, up on North Carolina, 41-37 in women's basketball. Hey, let's go, Cox. Exciting. Cox up. All right, college games. What do we got, guys? Good, well, Chuck. Can, well, give us a record for last week. We have week. college yet, pro. So last week, Ron, you did the best. You went four and two. Woo! I went two and four. Rob, you, you split the split the difference and went three and three. I'm coming. So get I'm well, coming. no. <laughs> I'm on well, the way. I'm, I'm gonna come. Come. Yeah, you're 
you're one behind Rob. Rob, you're two games over 500. Ron, you're one game. And my two and four dropped me to one game under five. Ooh, so it's getting the, close, fellas. So, uh, so dropped, what are the I, records again? Give me those again. I've dropped to the back. I, I got to look at that. I've just got the over. Like I'm the, winning. That's are. all I know. Let's go. Yes. Go. Yeah, you, Rod, you made a good. You made a good comeback. How 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 far Ron. behind Rob am I? All right, so you're one game behind. Get, one catch behind, up. One game catch, behind Rob. Catch up, Ron. Well, you're one behind Rob. I was texting someone that was yeah, telling me. Yeah, you were like five games behind a week ago. I was ago. texting someone back that was telling me how terrible Chuck was. So no. Yeah. The first game on the docket tomorrow <laughs> night, I believe, right? The pack, the last the last Pac-12 conference game. Yeah, crazy. Of all time. That sounds crazy. Of all time. Championship game. Uh, unless it's going to be Oregon State, Washington State every year, maybe. But uh, this is a crazy line. Oregon's ranked high, or Washington's ranked higher. Oregon favored by nine and a half. Ooh. I think that game's in Vegas, right? Ooh. In Vegas, I believe. Oh, that's a good one, man. Go ahead, Chuck. Uh, that line that seems like a crazy line, as they mm. say when it when it when it appears crazy, take the crazy. So give me give me Oregon to cover that nine and a half, which sounds crazy in theory. Hey, hey, Bob, <laughs> I got to laugh here. So. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to take the points. I, I'm going to take Michael Penix Jr. The Heisman runner-up. Give me the Heisman runner-up. But I think Bo Nix might win it. Uh, no, I think Daniels should win it, shouldn't he? Yeah, it's going to be Daniels, it's Daniels at this point. It's going to be close, though. It might, no. I mean, it's, it's, there's no consensus, that's for sure. Okay, just so you got more. the Huskies. Who you got, Rob? I'm going with you, Chuck. Let's go, Ducks. That line seems weird. It is weird, but I could see him winning by ten points. Hey, I, I think I've upset one of, you know, one of our advertisers. Maybe you know, one of the best advertisers in the world, one of the best roofing contractors in the world. My buddy Brad's listening to Barber Associates, and he'll hear me trashing FSU. He's not happy with me right now. I'm gonna have to go over to their office and grovel here soon. Say, come on, Brad. I always give you all the bouquets because you really are the best roofing contractors in the world. But I still hate FSU. I, I, would, I would still root for a group of inmates from the Florida State Penitentiary to Come beat on, you guys. Come on, Ron. I, get I, over I would. it. I would. Get over I these would. transgressions, Ron. I'm just now, telling you. I, I can't stand We them. know. You say it every oh, show. Yeah. Now, and, and I'm going to say it the next show as well. You know now, what? I'll, you know what I'll, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go. Let's now, go. Next, we go to the SEC title game. This is kind of sad. You know why this is sad? This mm. is the last SEC game on CBS. CBS's run with the SEC is over after this game. Oh, yeah, it goes because, to, uh, it yeah. goes to ESPN and ABC next. That just – I don't like that. I mean, I don't I, how, how, I don't yeah, how about this year when you've heard that that, that music and you, you've seen the, the early with the Michigan and Rutgers <laughs> – Michigan and Rutgers played. <laughs> they got the SEC music, CBS music. What, what the hell Well, you know, this? next year on CBS, <laughs> you know what they're going to have? They're going to have the Big Ten. That's what they're that's – what, they kind I of, know. That's what I'm saying. I, I know, but they it kind might, of – And in my honest opinion, y'all can keep those announcers. That's just how I feel. I, you yeah, know, okay. they, I like they know the SEC and they love the SEC. Why are they taking them away from them? I still like, is right. it money? Is that it? Just it make money, 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 money. That's pretty much money, what money, it make is. Money, money. Scared money it's don't make money. money. Look, I just yeah. did that myself. All right, let's get back on the game. Hey. SEC. Go Gators. Hey Rob, you must be a little <laughs> dense here, but Go money? You asking a money? Uh, two things run the world, Rob. Right. You never figured that out? Okay, but anyway. No, but, <laughs> but how did the SEC not not be able to keep CBS? Like that not that a valid question? ESPN out, outbid them. ESPN gave more money. How yes. did ESPN do that? So, But anyway, Disney money. All right, yeah. Georgia-Alabama, Georgia in Atlanta. Georgia, which essentially, not a home game for Georgia, but Georgia by five and a half. Wow. Oof. Go dogs. 
Here, Chuck. You're a, you're a big dogs fan, Chuck. Go ahead. Boy. It's, it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be the a craziest good game. question. The craziest question we're asking again of the year, who has lost their fastball board, Nick Saban or Bill Belichick? Well, I guess that's an easy answer now. We're going to find Bill out. Bill Belichick, of course. Ah. Wow, I, I still got to go with Georgia. This I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Alabama. Here's why. Here, here's why because to me, uh, the one thing that uh, that gives Alabama fits and has for the last few years are the mobile quarterbacks, right? And, and uh, you yeah. know, uh, he, now again, uh, you know, our boy from Jacksonville, Florida, Hasmith. Uh oh, oh no, oh no. What's wrong, Ron? Ron, Ron, what's Touchdown happening? Seahawks. Yeah, oh. How do they do it? How yeah. do they score? You know, it's that 12th man. DJ, it's that, DK it's that fan base. They DK love them some Seahawks. I just, this is. Yeah, I knew Sean Alexander, one of my favorite you, running backs uh, of all are time. You, are you Sean Alexander, me? what a name. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> my God. How could Seattle possibly ridiculous. score against this team? I don't get it. Uh, Michael Parsons? Uh. Defense? <laughs> Jeez. I mean. Okay, back to your pick of the uh, game now. Yeah. Back to picking the Alabama-Georgia game. Uh, okay, I'm back. All right. Let me yeah. let me, let me read. There's a lot of time left. Sort of so oh, yeah, of course. Plenty of time. Plenty yeah, of time. Right, so, plenty of so picks. No what worries. What I would say is, is where I give Nick Saban a bunch of credit, when the year started, it was like, you know, we don't know where the quarterback's going to be. And Milrow is going to start, but we're not sure if he's the guy. So, they sort of had a hybrid offense. When they benched him for the South Florida game and he didn't play at all, they won 10-3 and they almost lost. And they realized, you know what, he may not be the best quarterback in the country, but he's our best quarterback. They tailored the offense around him. And since then, Alabama's offense has taken off. The team's taken off. Um, and Nick Saban, do you realize Alabama's beat Georgia eight of the last nine games they played? Eight of the last nine. It, it seems crazy. Yeah, yeah. Just just like it seems crazy that the Indianapolis Colts are six and five, but they are. Um, in the playoffs right now, right? It's correct. They'd be in. The Texans would be out. Um, give me Bama to cover and Bama to win. Give me Alabama. Well, if they cover, they're obviously going to win. They win outright. They win right, outright. Rob, you have I'm going dogs. Let's go dogs on this one. I, I feel like I second-guessed. Georgia all season long like a fool and look like, look like I got egg all over my face. But, again, we're talking about going back in the offseason. We looked at the schedule. We thought they'd be in this position being undefeated. And uh, I was calling. I said, um, Georgia-Michigan. I-, I think that's ultimately what we're going to end up seeing. And I think Michigan crushes the three-peat. And I want to see that happen. So, Go dogs! Well, so wait go a minute. Dogs. So you, you're you're rooting for Ron Compton as I speak with him. Oh, the person. it always circles to to back Alaska. to Ron. I'm going to Alaska. Yeah, you're, that's if, right. If, you're going to if Alaska. They're I'm hooking going, you I'm up with radio. that radio job. I'm doing radio in Anchorage. I've already talked to radio station. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm doing radio in Anchorage. I think they have, uh, has, they have they have well, you hockey. know what? They they <laughs> well, they rod as well. The uh, we talked about the Iditarod. That's right. And United Rentals, we've got a location in Anchorage. Hey, I can, I, I can do? yeah, yep, we do actually. So, Ron, real quick, before we get to the next game, something I give you credit. I quote, and I give you credit for. I'm getting I, credit. Yes. Well, I've heard Georgia fans saying, "Well, if we lose this game, we can. We saw this coming. We saw signs of this." I said, "Well." You know, Georgia, they will lose another game at some point. They're not going to go undefeated for the rest of eternity. They, they championship lose championship against Michigan. At, at, I'm calling it right now. At some point in time, they have to lose. They have to lose again at some point. And Unless the world ends next week. 
And Nick Saban is still Kirby Smart's daddy. He is. He's still his daddy. We're he called him dad. He Kirby actually calls Nick Saban nightly and tells his father goodnight. Okay, if 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 Kirby Smart and the dogs take They're the three Pete, is Kirby Smart the best college football coach of all time? No, at not that of all time. Point? No. Okay, no, but he, he, where is he? Where is now. he at that point? Where is he at that point? Of all time, have to, where have would to you look. put him? Where would you? Where would you top say all 10. time? Top ten. Yeah, all he's, time. he's made it to 10. the top ten. How's could he, that? Could he sneak top five? Nah, he's got to do more. Okay, what, what's more? Win a couple, win more, a couple more championships. Win a couple more championships. Yeah. Okay, I'm just curious. Yeah. I'm just curious. No, and, he's and moving look, up the ladder. Look, that's and, for sure. For sure. I'll give Kirby Smart an immense amount of credit. The, the, yeah, yes. The, the best thing he ever did for himself and for that program is he got out of his own way. What I mean by that, he's a great recruiter. He's a great CEO. Uh, he's a great motivator of young men. But he realized after the first year, look, you know what, I'm trying to – I'm, I'm involved in too much stuff. Let me hire people. Delegate authority, let my coaches coach, and I'm going to do what I do well. And he's done that, and it's paid huge dividends. I mean, look, he's he's the best thing going right now in college football. He is. I mean, I, I don't like that. I don't like to admit to that, but he is, man. Uh, and he's there for a long damn time because again, Mama's not calling him because he's already home. Not even not not even Adam's thirty million a year couldn't pry him away. That's correct. <laughs> correct. So, I mean, I mean, he's again, he's not, he's never going to the NFL. He's not taking another college job. He is Georgia. He's Georgia is what he is. As the Seahawks. All right, so we'll, we'll do one more, our, our last college game, and we'll take a break and come back to the NFL. All right, you know where we're going next. ACC championship F-L-O-R-I-T-A. game. I think, I think it's in Charlotte, S-T-A-T-E. correct? S-T-A-T-E. Still yeah, in Charlotte. America Stadium. It's Florida not State, Jacksonville Florida State, anymore. Florida State. It's, not, it's not Tampa, is it? I mean, Go no. I think it's in Charlotte now. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Noel fan right so now. F- I love FSU. Love FSU That's Louisville. what I like hearing, Ron. Go Noles. FSU, Louisville. Mike Norvell. FSU by two. I got a Mike Norvell t-shirt on right now because I love Mike Norvell. That's a great t-shirt. So, FSU it by is, two. I agree. Give me FSU. I don't like it, but I, think, I think they win by a field goal. How do you like that? Hey, first down, Cowboys. There we go. That's my tight end, Jake Ferguson. It's only a two-point spread? Two points. Wow. Well, FSU's not exactly Georgia here. I, I understand. I understand. But FSU <laughs> did get me by Kentucky. Look, look, we're talking about a 13-0 team not making the playoff, and you're like, you can't believe it. You can't believe the only two point. Well, I mean, they should still be favored by more than two. Okay, well then you could take FSU. You then. know what? No, that means it, Vegas knows something. Uh, it, it's it, it just the line seems weird. So give me Louisville. I did that did that to my buddy Brad who's listening right now. I can't show him that much love. I talk about how much I love him. Make a pick. I, I, I just said it. I said I took Louisville. Oh. Ron, I'm, Ron, Ron, I'm going with you on that one too, man, because I just I, I don't like the um You guys are wrong. I don't like how Kentucky went and snuck a snuck an L in Louisville and it's it's gonna get them pumped up and I think Louisville's offense. I don't know. I didn't like what I saw against Florida. I don't think Louisville Florida's defense is terrible. Raymond Rob, the guy in July that told us FSU's running the table now is picking Louisville. Louisville's okay. uh, hey got man, a great I, running but game. It's, but That's because fine. it's Jordan Travis. Because it was Jordan right. Travis. We have to agree. Jordan Jordan Travis extended plays for Florida State time and time again and, and, and got them out of a, a lot of big uh, okay. a lot of big problems this, all season long, man. This is why I think Louisville wins. Rob and Chuck is this because I agree. 
Louisville's got a great running game. Not, not much of a passing game. Jeff Brom is a very good offensive play caller. He'll take advantage of what, you know, he does well and what FSU doesn't do so well, and that stop the run right at you. And that's what disappoints me so much about Florida, Florida State, is they didn't run the ball. FSU sets the edges really well, but you go right up the middle between the tackles, you can have success. And I think that's what Jeff Brom and Louisville is going to do on Saturday. So yeah, that's why Louisville wins. So you and I have Louisville. Chuck's got the Knowles because he's a no lover. And that's okay, you know. I mean, I have the, I, I've got the Mike Norville T-shirt, but Chuck's got the Mike Norville underwear. That's just how it is. Touchdown, Cowboys. Let's go, baby. There's my quarterback. There's my wide receiver. Let's go as we break. We'll come back and take it, pick any football games after this on 10-10XL. I think we could do it if we tried. It's only a say. Go tonight. Compton and Company on 10-10XL. And welcome back to close it out from the L House in Tinseltown. Chuck Kelly, Rob Machia, Ron Comfort, glad to have you along with us. 641-1010-641-1010. Give us our last poll question update, Rob, before we go through our NFL games. Yes. Uh, circling back, happy Jaguar Day, Jaguars fans. Did you go to the inaugural season? Did you go to any games in the inaugural season? If so, share a story in the comment section, 52 Fifty-three now percent sure did. Let's go, Jags. Very nice. I like it. And the second, if FSU football wins the ACC championship, do you undoubtedly put them in the college football playoff top four? Sixty-five point two percent, of course, undefeated. Which, yes, they definitely should. And I concur. All right, so we've got uh, NFL game to pick against the spread. Let's go. And one quick thing, uh, so. Today, complete fill in the blanks here, Ron. Today, happy 38th birthday to. 38th birthday? Kaylee Kuko, one of my favorite. Oh, actors. I love her. I love <laughs> Kaylee Kuko. 30, 30 oh. years old today. Oh, and, love her. And I, I do that. That's something I do in my head, so that's kind of weird. And happy, happy early 42nd birthday on Saturday to the greatest looking woman in the history of the world, Britney Spears, on Saturday. <laughs> right, Rob? Uh, you drive me crazy. And also, you drive me crazy. And also, real nope, quick, wrong pick. song. Uh, you drive me crazy, Britney Spears Sir. song. Thirty uh -oh. Saturday, Saturday, the 38th anniversary, <laughs> of the greatest NFL game in history. I love that. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> and the music. Right. Anyway, <laughs> we get loud. <laughs> we get loud. The All right, there goes the uh, NFL music. So let's scratch that. Here it is, guys. Let's pick some games. All right, so let's go to the NFL. Speaking of it, let's go to the NFL. So Sunday, I call this kind of an odd line. The 49ers at the Eagles, the 49ers by three at the Eagles. Isn't that weird? I had to double-check that to make sure I was you know, looking at that right. Well, you know what they realized that the Eagles are a bit overrated. I realized Philly has a terrible quarterback, so I guess that's why. Uh, he's okay. Hurts is okay. <laughs> he's overrated, but he's pretty good. Uh, you know what? Give give me the Niners. I think Niners. As they cover say, that go spread. go towards the smell. So yes, give me the Niners too. Go towards the smell. Who do you have, Rob? Um, he's going to pick the horrible city. No, I'm going Niners. I like that defense. Oh, what wow. they did to the Jags. Look, man. Since, I'm, since going Trent, I'm going Niners. I'm going Niners. That meant full strength. Trent, They're a really good team. Yeah. Since Trent Williams, they, look, that three game loser streak. They didn't have Debo Samuel. Right. No Trent yeah. Williams. Since they've been at full strength, they They're just don't like lose. A as, as, as and McCaffrey DJ Metcalf is an absolute stud. Yeah. 
DJ and Matt Caff, another big catch. Come on, Cowboys defense. What are you doing? So you're going Niners. Okay, so uh, next game's kind of an odd line, I think. How about the Broncos? Winners of five in a row. They've been left for dead. Winners of longest winning streak currently in the NFL. Yeah. At the Texans, the Texans favored by three and a half. That's, that's a tough game to pick. It is a tough game to pick. I agree. Uh, you know, is it what I always say, the NFL formula, I think the, the Broncos are due to lose. So, g- give me the Texans. All right. Rob? Let's ride. Let's go Broncos on this one. I feel like this is a really weird trap game. Because, yeah, Denver, Denver's looked really good. And Russell Wilson yeah. has been kind of Russell Wilson of old. So, yeah. Do you realize, yeah. Let's do you realize ride. Russ, let's Russell, ride. Wilson, the, Russell Wilson, the fifth-rated quarterback in the NFL? Uh, yeah, he's he's been really good. He's, he's Graham Mertz. He's Graham Mertz of the NFL guys. In the NFL, he is. You know, who number one is in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Number two, Dak Prescott. Oh boy. True story. Let's pick uh, give this game. Me, uh, go ahead and give me. Um, give me the Texans. You're taking the Texans. Texans at home, yeah. So, of course, we know the last game, Monday night, first, what, Monday night game for Jacksonville since 2011? Yeah. I think they played the Saints, right? It's a long, long time ago. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. Jacksonville by nine. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Are let's, you kidding Let's go. Go ahead, Chuck. In the name of Ken Anderson, are you kidding me? Go ahead, go ahead and take the all-white worrying Cincinnati Bengals, Cin- Chuck. Go ahead. Chuck, Cincinnati. <laughs> Not the win, to stay within nine. That's a lot of points. With I know what you two clowns are going, so it's not, no need to even ask. They might not even score nine points. Let's go, Jags. We're winning they, this one. Well, fun. they might Three score seven. Jackson might score Look, with, with, with that young, with, with that young quarterback and the port. Think, think about this. So, um, what are we thinking? Here, about? here, here's a stat for you boys. Uh, both, and they're the only two defensive end duo to do this in the National Football League. Both Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker have over 30 pressures apiece. How about that? The only defense has end, been the awesome. only defense the only def- defensive end duo in the National Football League to have both defensive ends, starting defensive ends, to have 30 plus pressures each. Um, and that's obviously Trayvon Walker, Josh Allen, with this young quarterback. Think about this. So the Seahawks are terrible. Not Seahawks. I'm watching Seahawks. The uh, Bengals have made the worst offensive line of football in terms of uh, protecting the passer in the last three or four years. Jay Burrow as quarterback. What in the world are they going to do with this young quarterback? Yeah, they just lost to Pittsburgh. Oh, my goodness. I mean, come I, on. I think, yeah, I think it, no the, way. the Jaguars had like six sacks, Yeah, and they, they went going away. 30-3, to three. Something, something nasty. It's going to be a crooked number. By the way, I, we're, I, we look good I'll, I'll, be, I'll be watching this game with the Dominican boys. You have fun. You gotta watch it. I'll be in the Dominican Republic watching this. You gonna game. watch it? Yes, I'm gonna watch hey, it. Let's go, Jack. Go on vacation. I'm still gonna watch Don't it. Don't waste your time watching. I'm still football gonna watch vacation. it. I watch. I watch the Monday Night Football game. Are you kidding me? And then, now, ha- and then they're gonna have, have it on. Now, I guess they'll have it on in. Uh, yeah, it's only at ESPN, of course. They'll be. Oh, Jason Myers. He went. He went on Jaguar missing field goal. Good job, Jason Myers. That a boy. Go Jaguars. He was our kicker for a while. Missing LGJ. field goals. Yeah, that's what we do. All right, so there's our games. Now, before we get out of here, on this day in sports, on this day, 1971. By the way, November 30th was a was a Saturday in 85, so just let you know that. In 1971, <laughs> and, I, and I cried in this movie, uh, Brian's Song. The original Brian's Song, the Brian Piccolo story. Great movie. Uh, great movie. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, it, it uh, debuted on this date, 1971. The story of Brian Pickett from Wake Forest. Uh, Gil Sears, obviously, they were, went head-to-head with the Bears, and obviously Brian, Brian Piccolo had cancer and and, and died. And, and on this day, 1971. Did Billy D. Williams play Gail Sears? He, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Billy D. Williams. And, and then James Kahn obviously played uh, Brian Piccolo. On this date, in 1986. Now, bring this up because a friend of he, he was on the first coast recently. Yvonne Lindell must live in Ponte Vedra. On this date, 1986, American-based Czech tennis star Yvonne Lindov is the first player to make over $10 million in career earnings. My buddy Mike, uh, who uh, had not given a little shameless plug here, Mike's Yum Yum Truck. You can find him all over Jacksonville. Uh, he does a lot of our United Rentals uh, when we have our yard sales, the, our equipment sale days in, like, November and March. He, is a, he, he has a food truck. Well, he did an event in Ponte Vedra recently, and Yvonne Lindell was at the event, and he took a little selfie with my buddy Mike. So on this date in 86, Yvonne Lindell became the first tennis player to eclipse $10 million in career earnings. On this date in 1988, Mike Tyson was sued for $92,000, New York City uh, Furrier, non-payment of purchase. Uh, here we go. On this date, 1993, the Jaguars made the on this day in sports list. Announces Jacksonville Jaguars is the 30th National Football League franchise. And uh, man, let's still go sort of get chill bu- I still sort of, get, sort of get chill bumps when I talk about it. Because um, I, I look, I was truly as a, I'm a Cowboys fan. Yes, people know that, but I'm a Jacksonvilleian, and me and my dad. We were, we were in the stadium in 1979 when Robert Ursay landed that air helicopter. Cold we were all chanting, we want the Colts. We want the Colts. And they ran on the hot dogs and yeah. Coke. They ran, on, they ran on the food. Me and my dad were there. I mean, I, look, I love the Jaguars, man. I love them. I love them. And uh, just, just the uh, – it's just, I mean, who would have thought little old Jacksonville? Little old Jacksonville, NFL franchise. Well, if you like Colt Fever, which you obviously do – have you ever read the book about Jake Godbold called Jake? No. It goes to all the behind-the-scenes stuff of putting that night together, which is very, very interesting. And they wanted to give out free beer that night, but they couldn't get. They didn't get it together in time. <laughs> imagine, ah. imagine what that would be if they gave out free beer. Back then, you'd have done that, but today, I guess. That's like, that's like uh, the, you know, the old days when I worked at RSC years, years ago, like on Friday afternoons. Uh, We'd we'd uh, we employed somebody to go get the beer. After work, we drop tailgates and, and drink beer after work. Can't do that today. Well, can't do it today. These days, it didn't work. On this date, 2015, NBA all NBA star Kobe Bryant announces his intention to retire at the end of the season. And one of my greatest sports memories of all time. My, my older son is right here with us, with me tonight. He's here. Him, he and Justin. So one of my favorite all-time sports memories. Is my, my older son's favorite basketball player, Kobe Bryant? He came, he came, he came to my house, and he and I watched Kobe's sixty-point game, his last NBA game together. That was a real cool moment to experience. Very cool, yes. Uh, with my boy, that was a lot, a lot of fun. So there's your uh, on this day in sports. And the greatest uh, thing he ever pulled off was taking Brandy to the high school prom, <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Oh, he, he did. did. 
So here's some birthdays before we get out of here. Birthdays in sports. Uh, Joe B. Hall. Joe B. Hall. Hall of Fame, uh, University of Kentucky head basketball coach. Was born on this date in 1928. The uh, the originator of the West Coast offense, Bill Walsh, born on this day in 1931. And what might have been the greatest T-sport star of all time had it not been for injuries, Bo Jackson turned 61 years young oh. today. Guess you forgot about guess forgot about Brian Jordan. Yeah. Hey, how about how about this one for you, Rob? You could win a lot of bar bets for this one. Who what had you got? more? Who had more career NFL rushing yards? Uh, Jim Harbaugh or Bo Jackson? Jim Harbaugh did. I was gonna say. Let's go. I was gonna say it had to be something wacky. By three. Uh, I think it was like 2,587 to 2,585 or something. He ha- had three more rushing yards than Bo Jackson what a did stud. all the time. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Khaki That's man himself. Crazy. That's a crazy, crazy Hey, real quick, stat. do you guys like him? Do you guys like Jim Harborough? I've always liked him. I, yeah, like, I know he's I'm crazy and I'm weird, and I'm, I'm a Big Ten guy, and I hate Michigan, but I've always liked him. I think he's, he's good like for the sport. He, I like he, he's kind of a weird dude. He's an odd dude. Uh, but I, I like him okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all right with Jim Harbaugh. But he, he is a wacky dude. Um, He'll be what the rate, what the rate is next year, I guess. By the way, here's here's a line that I wanted to throw out about the the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line. You know what they are? They're like Forrest Gump, like like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. I yeah, mean, but the they, they look better. Line, they, they right, look what, better. What, what I mean, you know what I mean though is against the Saints. They look like right. the Dallas Cowboys offensive line of the 90s, protecting Trevor Lawrence, right? There's times they're like, wow, look at that offensive line. And then they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Right? So they're like, life's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. But I will say, though, uh, and you, you hate to see guys go down. Ken Robinson has graded out all year long as the best Jaguars offensive lineman. But with the reshuffling, we talked about Ezra Cleveland uh the meaning with, with with his signing, it's all about depth. You never know. Yeah, guy gets got, rolled up exactly. on. We a have, guy gets rolled up that. on. They get dinged up. He comes in, and now all of a sudden, Walker Little might not be playing as good a left tackle as Cam Robinson, but Ezra Cleveland is playing a lot better guard than Walker Little. So overall, the offensive line, at least for three quarters of a game, was better with, with that look than they had been this year. I mean, we'll see what happens Monday night and moving forward. But how about, think about two weeks. The Jaguars take care of business against the Bengals and the Browns and the Ravens win their game after their bye week. Two 10-3 football teams on Monday night football. Think about, I mean, Sunday night. Think about, so Sunday night, December the 17th. Oh, boy. Christmas came early. I cannot two wait. Two 10-3 football teams. Aren't the Ravens will be favored? No, 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 not in Jacksonville. The home team will be favored. No, it'll be no. like a one and a half. You want to you want to bet point. on that right yeah, now? Yeah, it'll be. If they're both ten and three, I'll bet you a hundred dollars right now. I'm looking forward to December twenty fourth. Dolphins and Cowboys, the two wanna, teams that beat the you want to place the bad the teams and lose to the good teams. You want to place the bet right now? The Jaguars and Ravens are both ten and three. I said the Jaguars are favored. Yeah, you might yes. be. You might be right because For of the home sure. team. Yeah. All right. And they're the better team. Let's go, Jags. LGJ. That's a wrap, guys. LGJ. Well, well, that's all right. right. Let's go. So, I guess we're out of time. We're slap out of time. Is there a, oh, who used to say that, Chuck? We're slap out of time. Greg Larson. Say slap out of time. 
Yeah, God, God rest his soul. All right, so four. Well, we're off next week, by the way. I'll be cruising in the Dominican. I absolutely can't wait, boys. So Go Gator. Two weeks from now, we'll reconvene right here at the L House. So for Chuck Elliott, for the fine folks here at the L House, for Rob Macho, until two weeks from last night, I'm Ron Compton. See ya.